Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of God's Honest Truth. I'm James Templeton uh, with you today. This is episode 13. I feel really ill. I'm watching the news, seeing everything that's going on in our country. Yeah, we have a good president, I truly believe. I know that God put them there, but we have so many evil people against them. And it just, you know, breaks me to see our country in the shape it's in. It's in good shape as far as what Trump has done, but we have so many people trying to bring it da- break it down and do things that shouldn't be doing. We have people from other countries who are coming in, they're moving into districts, they're getting their people to run for office. America's going to get took over in a number of years if we don't make, if we don't, number one, we need to pray for our nation. Pray that God will protect it from this evil that's coming. We need to spread the gospel, spread the word so we can get more people tuned into Christ, praying for a nation, and living godly lives, and start doing away with all this sin that we got going on. Uh, and some people, you know, what are you saying? I want to remind you of something. A man who used to be on the radio, his name was Paul Harvey. On April the 3rd of 1965, he first presented, uh, well, I guess called essay, what he announced, told over the radio. If I were the devil, and he presented it to America on his radio show. And it has, in so many ways, been done in 1965, become words of prophecy, which have become so true for us today, and should not be forgotten. I mean, I wonder if we'd stay the course, if we'd continue to pray, if we'd remain focused on God's Word, what would America be like today? So once again, I won't take note of these words. I'm going to read it. Probably can't do it as well as he did, but I'd like to share this with you. (coughs) Excuse me. If I were the devil, I mean, if I were the prince of darkness, I would, of course, want to engulf the whole earth in darkness. I would have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population but I would not be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. So I should set about however necessary to take over the United States. I would begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper, Bible's a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I will confide that what is bad is good and what is good is worth. In the ears of young marrieds, I would whisper that work is debasing, that cocktail parties are good for you. I will caution them not to be extreme in religion, in patriotism, or in moral conduct. And the old I would teach to pray. I would teach them to say after me, Our Father, which art in Washington. If I were the devil, I'd educate authors on how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. And then, if I were the devil, I'd get organized. I'd infiltrate unions and urge moral opening and less work because idle hands usually work for me. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction 
I tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions. Let those run wild. I would designate an atheist to brunt for me before the highest courts in the land, and I would get preachers to say she's right. With flattery and promises of power, I could get the courts to rule while I true as against God and in favor of pornography, and thus I would evict God from the courthouse, and then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress, and then in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion, and I would defy science because that way men would become smart enough to create super weapons but not wise enough to control them. If I were Satan, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I would take from those who have, and I would give to those who wanted, until I had killed the incentive that they ambitious. Then my police state would force everybody back to work. Then I could separate families, putting children in uniform, women in coal mines, and objectors in slave camps. In other words, if I were Satan, I'd just keep on doing what he's doing. Those are the words of Paul Harvey. And as he did back in 65, he wished everybody a good day. Those words to me are so true. <coughs> they truly are. Oh, man. Let's go to some more. You know, America's in trouble, you know. You wonder what our, our country's headed for. <coughs> oh, man. I'm going to pull some Bible up. I want to read from Isaiah. I want to read what I had in devotion yesterday. All the way in the Old Testament, Isaiah prophesied. He, brought, he prophesied about the coming of Christ. And this was hundreds of years before Christ was even born. He talked about how he would die. And... And what our future held for us. Let me get here. Let's see, start at 13. I like that's what I want. Isaiah 13, starting with chapter, chapter thir- uh, verse 1. This may take a little while, bear with me. But this tells about our future. The burden against Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw, lift up a banner on the high mountain, raise your voice to them, wave your hand that they may enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my sanctified ones, I have also called my mighty ones for my anger. Those who rejoice in my exaltation, the noise of a multitude in the mountains, like that of many people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of the hosts musters the army for battle. They come from a far country from the end of heaven, throwing his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. Well, for the day of the Lord is at hand, it will come as destruction from the Almighty. 
Therefore all hands will be limped, every man's heart will melt, and they will be afraid. Pains and sorrows will take hold of them. They will be in pain as a woman in childbirth. They will be amazed at one another. Their faces will be like plants. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. And he will destroy its sinners from within. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened and it's going forth, and the moon will not cause its light to shine. Total darkness. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the arrogance of the proud and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a mortal move more rare than fine gold, a man more than the golden wedge of Oprah. Therefore I will shake the heavens and the earth will move out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts in the day of his fierce anger. It shall be as the hunted gazelle, and as a sheep that no man takes up. Every man will turn to his own people, and everyone will plead to his own land. Everyone who is found will be thrust through, and everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their children also will be dashed to pieces before their eyes, their houses will be plundered, and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them, who will not regard silver. And as for gold, they will not delight in it. Also their bows will dash the young men to pieces. They will have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eye will not spare children. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldeans' pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited, nor will it be settled from generation to generation. Nor will the Arabian pinch tents be there or will the Arabians pitch tents there, or will the shepherds make their sheep boats there. But wild beasts of the desert will lie there, and their houses will be full of owls. Ostriches will dwell there, wild goats will caper there, hyenas will howl in their citadels, and jackals in their peasant palaces. Her time is near to come, and her days will not be prolonged. Now we're going to Isaiah 14. And he's talking about Israel here. When Israel does wrong, he doesn't call Israel Israel. God calls Israel Jacob. Because Jacob was the one that would lie. You know, he had to go a long way before God got him where he wanted him. And he finally called him his name Israel. And his 12 sons are the 12 nations of Israel. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will choose Israel and settle them in their own land. The strangers will be joined with them, and they will claim the house of Jacob. And people will take them and bring them to their place. The house of Israel possessed them for the servants, amazing the land of the Lord. They will take them captive, who kept as they were, and rule over their oppressors. And you know, another note is, God would call Israel Jacob today because they still have not recognized Jesus Christ as the Messiah which that's what the tribulation, which is another story when the tribulation comes about, will be made known as to bring the Jews to believe in Jesus. The remnant of Israel, in other words, they will be the remnant. The Bible talks about that. It talks about it in the Old Testament. It's talked about in Revelation. It's all tied together if you 
took time to study the book and of course you want to get ahead the Holy Spirit help you and good teachers out there can help explain it also alright this is about the fall of Babylon it shall come to pass in the day the Lord gives you rest from your sorrow and from your fear and the hard bondage in which you you